Blog Talk Radio. The Rick Radio Podcast Network, right here on Blog Talk Radio, with shows six days a week, Saturdays set aside for special events and Rick Nation. Join us as we produce the best on the net today. Be a part of the Rick Nation. Network intro by Robert Sloan. Find Robert Sloan Music today on Facebook and on YouTube. And now your featured show. The annual Michigan UFO Contact, September 24th and 25th, found at 100 Clearview Drive, Wooten Lake, Michigan, 48629. You can find the event at www.facebook.com backslash M-I-U-F-O-C-O-N. Or you can go directly to their website found at www.miufocon.com. A huge lineup of guests, as well as speakers and vendors, to inform and educate on ufology, as well as mediumship, and so, so much more. A lineup such as Andrea Perron, Barry White Crow, John Tenney, Nick Redford, Frank Chilton, Mike Cleland, and many, many more, with vendors and authors of all types, produced by Deb and R.J. Dorouse of Michigan Paranormal Investigations Team, sponsored by Mystical Awakens Radio and the Rift Radio Podcast Network, September 24th and 25th, 2021, the Michigan UFO Con, tapped.
Good evening. Happy Tuesday and welcome to True Crimes, Mysteries Beyond the Veil. This is your host, Joni Skinner, and I am here this evening with my partner in crime, forensic astrologer, Val Evans. How are you, Val? Doing great, Joni. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, well, you're my partner in crime. We have an exciting oh, show yeah, tonight. That's true. We have a great <laughs> show. And I want to jump okay. right into it. And, um, and we have a special guest tonight, Michael Ring. And what I'd like to do is just give a little background of what Michael and I experienced and the story behind it. And then we will welcome Michael Ring. And he is with Creepy Cincinnati Paraforensics. He is the chief investigator. He has been doing this, Val, since 2006. Amazing. Thank you so and much he, for joining us. And Michael is a beacon. I have never seen anything like this, but we'll get into that. But the story that um, we are bringing tonight, um, just a little background. Uh, the, there was a, a missing girl in uh, Kentucky, and her name was Savannah Strong. Now, the Savannah Strong search team uh, asked me for the clairvoyant clues to help with a missing girl, and her name was Brooke Farthing. She had been missing in Kentucky uh, since 2013. So, of course, I said, sure, I'll help. I'll help the girls. And I invited Michael because I thought, let's bring another element in with the forensics, the, the paraforensics group with their equipment and what they can do. And let's see if we can pick up Brooke. So Michael agreed. And we, uh, were, we went down into Big Hill, Kentucky, and we... Um, started off, we all went as a group on the search, and we went to a place called Osley Dam first. Um, And then we'll get into that more, but Brooke's story begins with she had uh, gone to a field party, which we've all done in Kentucky, that's what we do, a field party with her sister and a friend, and she was 18. Now, Brooke had planned on staying with her girlfriend that night, but plans changed, And she didn't have a ride home. So her ex-boyfriend's friend offered her a ride with another male friend. So uh, the gentleman dropped off the other male friend, and he took Brooke back to his home. Now, this home was in the vicinity. However, it was in the process of foreclosure. No electric and no running water. So Brooke got into the home. She tried to call her sister for a ride. That didn't work out. So she texted her ex-boyfriend. He was at work until 6 a.m. He said, sure, I will pick you up. Everything was fine. Then about 4.30 in the morning, Brooke started to text him. I'm scared. Please hurry. And the last text came in from Brooke's phone that she said to her ex-boyfriend, I've changed my mind, party, Rockcastle County. So the gentleman that gave her a ride to his house stated that he went to tend horses and left Brooke waiting for a ride to the party. He came back from tending to the horses at 7 a.m. 
and found his couch on fire. So the fire was ruled suspicious. Brooke's body has never been found. Her overnight bag and her shoes were found on the porch of the home. And that's where the case goes cold. Talk about a cold case. So with that, I would like to welcome Michael Ring from CCP, Cincinnati Paraforensics. Hi, Michael. Welcome to our show. Hi, Joni. Hi, Val. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you. Oh, and one other thing. If you'd like to call in, here's the number. It is 323-870-3877 and dial 1 so that I know that you would like to ask Michael or Val or myself any questions. So, sorry about that, guys. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. So you take over for me when we went to the search that day because I had never seen. It's called a spirit box, right? What what is the technical yes. word? It is called a direct link. It is made by uh, one of our sponsors, JW Prather from IDC Devices. Uh, it is an awesome, awesome piece of equipment that allows you to become the antenna for it, and you get incredible responses from it. I mean, the response rate is amazing. And if that helps understand the equipment. And they came into that little box immediately. Michael's like an antenna valve. It, I was, I was, <laughs> it, um, it scared me. Amazing. Um, yeah, um, actually, the very first questions I used was my recorder, my DR60 recorder. And I captured her say immediately, I'm here, I'm right here. And I played it back, and she actually said a couple more things, but I I can't quite remember what they was. And then, then she said, I said, um, can you give us your name, please, so I know who you're speaking with and so who we're speaking with. And she said clearly, Brooklyn Farthing. Oh, wow. Which I was was amazing. amazing. I mean, made contact so quickly was uh, amazing. Like she knew we were coming before we even got there. Now, Michael, does that happen on like normal um, where you go into uh, homes or uh, other investigations, or was that an unusual contact make her? Making contact definitely ain't unusual for me. I mean, I do have an empath gift. So, uh, what you would call, call a clairsentient gift, um, which allows me to feel things and feel emotions. When someone's around, like a spirit's around me, I can pick up on that immediately. And I can pretty much tell if they're good, bad, um, like angry, sad, negative. You know, I can pick up on those emotions like right away. And, um, uh, that really helps make contact with them. And to them, I look, I guess, what they tell me and other psychics that met me have told me is I'm like a big bright light to them. I shine bright. <laughs> he does. If, if that makes any sense. It, he does. I, I was getting cold chills. <laughs> and then, we, you know, we were trying to video it, and our phones wouldn't work. So, you know, when the phones start to go out and the elect, electronic stuff starts to go haywire, I knew – I'm like, man, he's like a like a cell tower or something. I thought, God, they don't need 5G. All he has to do is 
stand there. But so then go on with the story, Michael, and tell what kind of happened. Well, like I said, I was able to make contact pretty quickly, which I wasn't sure how we were even going to approach this, um, especially being that we didn't have access to the location where she act where the what supposedly crime took place that day that night um so i wasn't sure exactly how i was going to go about doing this and i felt a presence next to me and i decided to ask the question and it so happens it was her it was and also also another boy came through too but we won't bring that up that guy was found by the way um, oh, that's just wonderful. Uh, not long ago, not long ago at all. So uh, that's great news for the family that he was found. Yes. Well, there was a missing boy valve down there in that in that general area, and neither Michael uh-huh. or I knew that. And the name came across on the equipment. We didn't. We didn't know. Oh, but huh. and you know what else I forgot was the clues that I had given them. I said, it's a big hill, you know, like a big hill in Kentucky. And then I looked up, and I'm like, oh, crap, it's big hill Kentucky. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, That's amazing. Crap. So we were in this area called Osley Dam or something, and I didn't feel right about that area. But, you know, we were guests, and, um, you know, we, we were just kind of going along to see what we could help with. And then we get to an area, and she chatted with Michael the entire time. And, Michael, what did she say? The map, the map. And it was the yeah, pond she, or the lake. She kept saying, look at the map, look at the map. And how she even knew we had a map, I'm not even sure, but she kept saying that over and over. And um, she kept saying, I'm in the lake, I'm in yeah. the lake, please help me. Please find me. And yeah. I was asking her if she could lead us. And, you know, and, and she did exactly that. I felt like yeah. she got in the car from location to location from your clues. I felt like she was with us the entire time. I mean, just it's, right there with me. And, and she and was so was, excited. I mean, and, the emotion I was getting from her was pure excitement. And then what had happened is we stopped at this little corner store and I had given the girls my clues ahead of time. So they, they had had maps and mapped out the area. And I'm like, crap, the corner store, that's a clue. First street on the left, odd shaped pond. And she kept saying the pond. So that's where we headed was to the pond. Yes. And I mean, it was crazy. It, It was like everything was falling into place. So one of the gals went up to, it was private property, so we couldn't very well, you know, just barge into somebody's yard. And the owner, Val, let us look. He let us search to the pond. Wow. He but did. did you, so what's, what's the next thought that you're having as far as how she can be found? Are you talking to me? Well, yeah, like, she... Is, do you think it's that pond? Oh, yeah. We uh, knew it was the pond. According to her, okay. it definitely was the pond that we were at. 
that's uh, I'm going by what she tells me. I'm not going by anything except for what she told us that day. Um, and like I said, her emotions were excitement, sad, scared, lonely, um, and she desperately wanted to be found. Um, she, the girl had me in absolute yeah. tears, and I didn't even know the people that I'm with, so that was quite embarrassing in itself um, mm-hmm. to sit there crying. And I literally, after she told us right where she was, I literally felt her, as I was crying, put her arm around my shoulder and tell me, <clears throat> you're hurting, oh my. please come sit with me. They well, all heard you, that. Yeah. And, and you know, and it almost like she was carrying on conversations the entire day because that little um, machine kept going off and you could understand it. I could, and I had never been around it. But the one thing that was really cute is he was walking around with the machine talking to her and she said, stop. Or was it left, left? Well, when we was coming down the hill, but when we was in the guy's backyard, she said, turn left, which would have took us down the hill to towards the pond. And then she said, go straight and then she said at the back of the pond she said turn left and I said okay when I get to you if you're in the water tell me to stop when I get in front of you tell me exactly where you are and I kept walking and walking and the next thing you know she frantically yells stop stop I'm right here I'm right here in the water jump in jump in and then she laughed. Yeah. And then she went, woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's I mean, amazing. And after that, she overwhelmed me. I mean, it, yeah. was, it, it was a roller coaster ride. Well, and, and you know what, Michael? And, you know, I, that's what you can also call um, the anointing, or that is when uh, spirit and it's uncontrollable tears. You cannot control it. And I call it the anointing or, you know, you can call it many things, but that's when spirit and that you're up on their vibrational level gets to the point where you do have uncontrollable tears. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever been praying or have, has been in church or has really been touched by Holy spirit. The tears are uncontrollable. And that's yeah, what that absolutely. is. Yeah. Um, and, and the power is amazing. I want to make this part clear. They were not my tears. Um, no. And I even I, told her you know, that. I said, when she told me you're hurting, please come sit with me. I told her, I said, those aren't my tears, honey. Those are your tears. Um, that's interesting that you say that. Can I just make a comment on that? Um, absolutely. Most people who think most people who hear that would be like they don't, they just don't understand it but the reason i understand it is i uh, practice reiki and i will channel um you know above and when i help someone who uh, i'm working with and so it's a channeling energy where you just conduit and when i do that and, and basically with Reiki, you're putting your hands close 
to the person that's lying down and you're praying and you're, you're setting, you're helping them set intentions, but you're also bringing in energy through your body to theirs. And it's the wildest thing. I've, I just started doing it. I'm not a master or anything like that. So when I was doing it uh, on a few people, I started crying. Yeah. And they were not my tears. (laughs) I'm like, I'm praying. I'm praying here. What is going on? And they they would just gush. It's it's the wildest thing. So I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it's actually Yeah, that's called thou meet the Holy Spirit. So that means you're connecting yeah. the spirit. And, and it's yes. very I've seen people knocked down. The energy is so strong. It is very powerful. But it was yeah. with him that day, that anointing, because he was at her vibrational level. I mean, there's no, no question about it. I watched it. And I, would, I wouldn't amazing. have believed it had I not witnessed it, to be honest. Yes, yeah. Most people will never understand, um, and I understand that their skepticism for sure. But I will promise once anybody for sure that I will never fake anything, especially something like this. I take what I do very seriously. I'm definitely professional at what I do, and um, I would never try to hurt anyone by faking something um, for sure. It blew me away. And, and you know what, Val, I said, I said to Michael, I said, I've been doing this a long time. And I think when the forces of what you all know and your knowledge of the spirit world and the equipment and the ability to really tap into that realm, and then you have people like clairvoyants or forensic astrologers, and you combine those, it's a force. It really is. Yeah, it I, is. You, you get a lot of information. I but want to say I'm not a psychic. No. <laughs> what, Michael? I said I want to say I'm not a psychic. I'm just an empath. There is a difference between the two. Um, I can only feel and I can feel emotion, and that's, you know, pretty much the sum of what I can do. There's a few other little things I can do, but I don't see spirits. I don't see images or anything like that. Now, Michael, I have a question for you. Um, when you were growing up and you were dealing with this, how did that work? Because I know that in an experience of especially a male and maybe people aren't, people around them, family, friends, they don't know what an empath is, they don't understand. How did you cope with that as you were growing up? Well, honestly, I didn't exactly know exactly what it was I was able to do then, but I do know that I used to tell my mom and dad all the time, there's somebody in my room, um, and they'd tell me, there's nobody in your room, turn the lights out, go back to bed, but I knew differently. Are you afraid of the dark? I felt like like nobody ever believed me when I said, there's somebody else here with us, you know, so that's frustrating, yes. For sure, but, uh, and but I never shows knew up in I children. I never really knew what I was capable of until I was doing paranormal investigations. It just came too easy to me to make contact. And, you know, all my close friends and stuff from Underground Paranormal Network and stuff that I do a lot of work with, like 
from Spectral Ohio for Paraforensics, which is our sister team, and they all say it themselves. I'm a a, a magnet. <laughs> Amazing. I think I think we should do your birth chart at some point. Oh, guess what his look. sign is. Guess what he is. Uh, I'm going to say, Pis- is it Pisces? Nope. No. Cancer. Uh, of course. Cancer, yep. Water sign. Yeah. That's, the psych- that's the psychic sign. So I yep. know you say you're not psychic, but, but a lot of psychics have cancer. Well, clearly. Well, I did a lot oh, of research. I did a lot of research on my gift and figured that's what I would best clarify myself is, is a clairsentient. Yeah, that's exactly uh-huh. what he is. And I mean, hey, can okay, I so then... say something? Can Do I what? take a second, Jim, to say something? Well, sure. But I, I want to say, first of all, my prayers, my deepest, <clears throat> sorry, my deepest prayers goes out to her family and friends. Um, that That must be really hard to take in, and especially us bringing it back up after all these years talking about it and my apologies if if it upsets anyone well and also if anybody is listening and you have any information whatsoever on Brooks case please call the Kentucky State Police at 859-623-2404 and please you know the the family you know they're wonderful family down in Kentucky and they want closure and and this is what we do this is what we help to do it's a healing process and um, you're right Michael what what do you think um, is the next step like what happens we we know someone is in a certain area so what's in your opinion what would be the next step if if you were talking to me uh I would definitely say somebody needs to get with the police. Um, I know that I made a post and everybody was tagging the police departments and the news stations. I want to make it clear I won't talk to any news, but I will because yeah. I don't want to. Exploit, I don't blame you. I don't want to exploit this. Um, no. I'm not looking for any gratification. If they did find her, I'm not looking for that. So my suggestion would be to contact the police and let them know, hey, um, they know where the pond is, and I would be happy to share that information, and I'm sure Joni would as well. Um, but I can't just pop that information out to the general public. We can't have people tampering with evidence. Um, right. Yes. Do you I think uh, – I'm sad that they didn't even look into it any further after that day. It was so real to me. And I'm sure it was to everybody else there. Oh, it was to me. And and the the gentleman's property, he it was not his property at the time of the disappearance. And he said he would gladly give anybody permission to uh, would do whatever they had to do. He was wonderful. And yeah, I mean, he was- here we are, a bunch of people showing up with with this box that's going off, and we're like, oh, oh, you know, we work on. Cases and the guy was just like, "What?" <laughs> but the box actually yeah. freaked him out. It it freaked me out. Yeah, the box. He he was following us, and he was um, as we walked down to the pond, and he heard her talking, and he was like, "Man, that is freaking me out." 
He said, I hear really? this one That's in day. It, um, it was Wait, very clear. I also, there's something that just stuck in my head, and if by any chance she might be listening. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> Got a little emotional over this. Um, she, if you remember, Joni, she said, tell my grandma, please tell my grandma I love her and I miss her and I'm sorry. Yes. Oh. And Val, it was as plain as day. And I had never been around this equipment, ever. I never. And then what happened with, you know, Michael took the really brunt of the emotions that day. And she was actually still in the car with you, wasn't she, Michael, on your trip home? Uh, yeah, I felt like she was still with me. I felt like she was a little frustrated that we didn't actually look that day. Um, if 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 it was possible, I would have jumped right in that water and tried to find her, but I don't know how deep that water is. I would say somewhere around 15, maybe 20 feet at best. I mean, it's just a an old fishing pond. Um, some people said it was a Kaylee. I wonder if there's right. someone we could try to um, recruit to oh. who might have some equipment. He, they I will. I, I think after um, Michael's post, it, it went all over social media. It all. It. I don't know what. What oh, do you cool. classify viral? I think it went viral, didn't yeah. it, Michael? Yeah, actually, I think it kind of did. Uh, wasn't expecting that because when we did this the first time, we barely got, you know, any responses from our pages on on this. And I was really hoping that a family member would reach out to me and I could tell them what I know and they can go from there. And, um, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was just crazy that day, uh, I, when I look back on it, I still get very emotional about it. Well, and it was yeah. like, thank you so much. And I knew it was so weird because I had never met Michael Val. I, I I emailed him. I texted him. And I said, would you please help? So, you know, you always have to think about the circumstances that lead up to this kind of a thing. And you know that spirit had a hand in it. I, and I believe that. I know that. And, yeah. you know, to watch him and watch his gift and, and to watch the equipment and that and watch it unfold, it was emotional. I mean, I know we all prayed a lot that day. And we prayed for her and, um, and for her family. And, you know, hopefully with the show, too, this will get the word out that they can do a, do a search and, We'll see what happens. And I mean, Michael was just wonderful. I, I just, he's got such a gift. It, it, I was amazed because I didn't know what uh, mm-hmm. paranormal investigating was. I had no idea. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. even, even close to being sure I could even make contact with someone that I didn't have the access to the main place. Um, so it was very, crazy to me as well like i said i just believe she knew we were coming oh no question 
That is, and that's now I my think, only explanation is she knew. It, now I think if Michael sees one of my texts, he'll be like, oh, no, what does she, she want? Where is she going to ask me to go? And, um, uh, as far as looking for missing persons, this is not something I try to get involved in. Um, no. That was the, the the first time it ever happened, and I really don't know if I can handle that kind of emotion doing that um, because it's so emotional for everyone, and including me. So, you know, I don't want to I don't want to try to do that again. Really, honestly, right? Um, because of the emotion involved um, between the families, the friends, and, and everybody. You know, it's just so emotional and I'm it sorry if I with everybody's messages the other day um, but you guys were like bombarding me with messages and How I did many? hear from the stepsister and I did hear from the stepfather so far um, yes I did the family re- did reach out Val because of the social media That's posts amazing. isn't that amazing wow. so everything's been turned over and you know this was not our case so we really didn't have a a huge contact with the family you know Val how like we do Mm -hmm. and and so it 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 was so cool to see that and and Michael I don't know how many shares you've got over a thousand I think didn't you when I deleted the post for purposes of rude comments being left, um, there was over 1,100 yeah. um, likes on the and comments on the post. Um, 1,100 shares and thousands of comments. And unfortunately, some people started being rude, um, saying if this guy's legit, why won't he release the information on the pond? Um, where the pond is, and it's like I said, we can't just give somebody's property out to the Internet so they can go tracing around contaminating the evidence. That's for the police right. or someone else to handle, not us. Yep. I'm just a messenger. <laughs> right. We're just the messengers. But that was our search day, Val. I mean, it was quite the experience. Wow. And I remember I had text you when I got, because that's right when I had just met you, Val. Yeah. And I, yeah. I was just blown away. And I, is there anything else, Val, that you picked up on the event chart that yeah. stuck out? Well, the chart, the chart is very obvious as to what has happened um, as far as who, who did this. Um, but we don't want to, we don't even want to go in no. there. No, we won't do that. But um, as far as where she is, there's something. It's it's Saturn is aspecting Pluto, which means a lot of black, and that's pretty general. But sometimes when I say something like that, they'll something will come up like, oh, that's that's black pond or that's black something or other. So that's why I just throw that out there. But there's something with a name okay. that has black in it. So, yeah, she know. actually told but, it what happened that day. And All right. So, 
that was crazy to me what she was saying to us. I don't want to repeat it out of respect for the family. Um, I don't want to repeat what I had recorded and of her telling us how it happened and what happened. I probably shouldn't have posted that the other day, and I apologize for doing that. I should have disclosed that with the family and the family only. Right. Um, and I just kind of jumped the gun on that, not thinking about it. And um, I was just excited that we were going to talk about it again. I, I think about yeah. this all the time. I've never stopped thinking about this case. Why hasn't yeah. anything worked? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I've had another sheriff's department take what we've done very seriously. And it, it it made a big break in their case as well. And that was done by complete accident, by taking a name out of a newspaper article that was connected to the property we were at that day, and it just blew up again because it was done on a live feed. And we got reached, the family reached out to us and was a huge support with us. The sheriff's department was working closely with us listening for any new evidence we could produce. So that Can I make a prediction? Good. Sure. I think I think that this is going to spur something where actions are going to be made because you're going to think this is interesting. There in the crime chart there are five planets in Cancer, which is a stellium. Water. And then through Cancer, and I'm and I'm thinking of Michael being Cancer, which means psychic, and through that Cancer house in the first house, what represents the victim is Cancer, and there's a grand trine throughout the chart that is connected to Cancer. So psychics and empaths, they have their hand in this chart. The the wow. police are blocked. So as long as the police use your knowledge, I really think something is going to happen uh, that's favorable to finding her. That would be amazing. I, I can say about the other case that was an accident, um, they have made an arrest, um, and he is he bonded himself out, but they have made an arrest. And he's got Oh, that's good. He's got serious charges on him. They didn't find the body yet, but they have serious charges on him. I say he needs a really good lawyer. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? And, and you know, I mean, everything I think is all about timing and when it's supposed to happen. And we've seen that with event charts, with clues, with cases. They are solved and people are found when it's time. And I, you know, this, this was, there was too much that day to just shrug it off. And I mean, and that goes as far as clues are concerned, because the, one of the clues was odd shaped pond. Yeah. Now, you know, odd shaped pond. And I'm looking at the clues now and a gravel, uh, a gravel road. It went from gravel to dirt toward the pond. And that that mm-hmm. area went from gravel to to dirt. And the thing about that is about the pond is it's to their suspect. It's just right right by there. I mean, like literally right by there. I just got that information today. And oh, horse farm was a clue. 
Yes. And, and, and that person kept asking me, how did you know about the horses? That was a clue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> clue. People are like, what? You're crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll just keep our you fingers. <laughs> Michael, so what are you, what have you been doing now? What What is going on with CCP now? Well, we're just doing our thing. We help run um, several haunted locations through the Underground Paranormal Network. Uh, me, Austin, and Eric are partners in that. Me, Austin Maynard, and Eric Moore. We're, um, and we, what we try to do is gather up locations for all the other paranormal teams to be able to enjoy and pre- help preserve history so these buildings are not just sitting there rotting. You know, a lot of these people are actually using the money we help with public events and stuff like that and teams renting it out to do the remodel on these locations and of course i do my weekly investigations as well um because uh, this is my passion and uh, it definitely drives me um I, I i love what i do absolutely love it so if somebody wants to uh which is there a facebook page a website if people are interested in like finding out what you do or if they could be a part of a team or anything where would they find you um on facebook at creepy cincinnati paraforensics or they can even message the underground paranormal network which austin is in charge of that page and i would get any messages you sent um because i'm an admin to all the pages that we have and i can see everybody's messages they send in so austin's not the only one that sees them i see them too so, well, Michael, that, you were an angel that day, and hopefully you will be an angel. I would be happy to do residentials, even though my schedule is, like, like slammed all the way every weekend, all the way until um, December. Um, wow. But I would be, I'm happy to do residentials and help people. The one thing about residentials I will not do, like I said, was involve myself in a family member or a friend that passed away. I that's I don't want to do that. I, I just right. want to see if your house is haunted. Are you safe? Or do I think you might be in some danger and you might want to take other actions to, or even possibly move? You know, right. but I don't want to work on cases like that. It's just too much. Yeah, it is. Val, do you have anything else in the chart that you want to share with Michael before we let him go for the evening? Well, let's see. I I have some clue here that is north, of north of where she was last seen. So I don't know if that means anything. Slightly east. North okay, slightly I'm going to write east, that down. So. Yeah, well, write it down. Look, if you look at that picture, I mean, there's some separation there. <laughs> that the picture that uh of the creek. Um, right. Uh-huh. So that could so be maybe. part of your clue um, right there uh, that you're you're getting. Um, I'm, okay. I'm sure that would have something to do with it. Yeah, maybe north of the pond or I don't know. I guess we'll have to check it out. I can do – I don't know directions, but I know it was straight and left. But I'm not – I don't – that could be northeast. But I'm so – I, I – I have to have like a building or something like, oh, turn right at Wendy's or, you know, I'm so directionally 
dysfunctional. Now, I, can't, I can't do them. So we have to yeah, look. I would like to say one more thing before you let me go is um, the pond. Um, when I got home that night, it, it was just bugging me to death. I mean, it was just eating at me all I that bet. whole day. And yeah. I decided to get on Google Earth. A buddy of mine actually pays for the site, so I was able to do this through his phone. And I zoomed down on that pond, lake, whatever you want to call it. It's more of a pond than a lake. Um, but I zoomed all the way down up on that lake, and the image was pretty clear. And I could see right where she was saying she was a rectangle object in the water that's shaped just like a car from the above view. Wow. So I now I that picture is gone. Right yeah. there in its I mean, I ain't saying she is there and I can't guarantee that. But right. we were going by what she was saying. And the emotion right. was just so real. It was amazing. It was an amazing day, and I just I hope something very positive comes out of what we did on that day. I'm glad that chart I know all that in it. That that's really important. Now, we can Val, see it. Yeah. Are you are you the one that worked on the map? I worked. There were a couple of people who worked on the map. Uh, so I'm not sure if that if you're thinking of me or someone else. So, right. But there were and a that's, couple of astrologers that worked on it. And that's okay. the, the Savannah Strong people had that. Okay. I knew you said okay. one of them was with the criminal justice department or something. I can't, one I of the can't remember. Um, Are you cheating people. on me, Joni? No, they invited <laughs> us. <laughs> they yeah, invited it us. That, it was something that Savannah Strong had that was through the criminal justice department. So that uh, was somebody that they were working with, I guess. Yeah. Huh. And I, Interesting. It, I can't remember. I mean, they invited, they asked if we would go and I was like, Hey, that would be great for the equipment. And Michael's like, sure. And I mean, what we found that day, it was, it was amazing. It was, it was a great day. It was a yeah. group effort, and we were all there for one reason, and it, it was a wonderful day. I mean, it really was. Well, Michael, the, oh, go ahead, hon. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was definitely uh, quite the experience for sure. <laughs> uh, something I'll never forget. I think about oh. it all the time. Oh, God love you. Well, if we hear anything else, will you come back on? And if you hear anything else, will you come back on and share it with us and our listeners? Of course, I'll stay in contact with you over this one, Um, for sure. And anything else you may want any help with that I can possibly help with. But, um, yeah, it was was crazy. (laughs) It was. Well, honey, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on and sharing. And thanks for bringing me into this amazing experience, something I'll never forget. Oh, God love you. All right, honey. Thank you. My prayers to that family, and um, may God bring her home. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Bye-bye, hon. Bye. Bye.
Val, it was amazing. He he was I I've never seen I a just gift wish like I could have been there. Well, again, well, we've got we to tried do to... some more cases with him. Yeah, well, if, the kind that he can he feels comfortable doing, I guess. Well, but, you know, uh, um, the the clairvoyant gifts, you know, with that gift of feeling, and I think we've talked about it before with water signs. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, fluorite is a good little crystal to wear for that. Uh, there's a lot of little remedies. They just feel everything. I mean, they just walk in a room and feel. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Mm-hmm. I, I do hope something yeah. comes up. I mean, he got a great responses. But I know, too, we looked at America's solar, the transits that were going on upcoming yes. a little bit this week. the transits. Yeah. Now, I looked yeah. this up. And you tell me if this means anything. On okay. America's chart, we have uh, transient Mars mm-hmm. is going to square natal Mars in the 10th house. Um, the one that I'm looking at. And that'll be in September. Trans- trans- Okay, I have Transit Mars, the one that I'm looking at for, like, today. It's still in the ninth. So you're looking at the tenth house? Well, I I cheated, and it'll square, like, <laughs> September 2nd or 3rd. Okay. I okay. looked it up. So it's coming I am up. I'm looking. Yeah, uh, we've got a lot of news coming in about war and transportation. Did I say that too cheerfully? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> no. But well, I've seen a lot of Mars here. And you also said and that the foreign press. Yes, it's uh, foreign press is, uh, well, there's a Neptune conjunction with transiting Mercury. Mercury rules news. Mercury sitting next to transit Mars, which is like, News that is extremely aggressive and critical, and it's it's all in Virgo. Mercury and Mars is in Virgo, which is the critical zodiac of uh, maybe I should say discerning um, sign of the zodiac. And so there's just a lot of analysis going on. Of course, that's yes. going to be the case. It seems anyway, but there's just an extraordinary amount of analysis going on uh, abroad and with health. So health. We're, we're just doing it a lot now uh, with Mercury retrograde upon us. That's yes. another, that's going to be interesting. Next week. That will be next week's show. Next week's show yeah. will be debunking Mercury retrograde. All that's right. what we'll and call it. I would say starting to, well, maybe not today, but there's going to be some real transportation and people are going to be talking about this big money issue. It might have to do with drugs or a drug war. I'm not sure. Now that's, I'm trying to get as specific as I can, but when you see Neptune, it it can mean um, videos and it can mean drugs. So we're seeing a lot of we, we're definitely seeing video coming out of the ninth house, which is the foreign house. 
But then what does the drugs mean? Is there going to be some the kind of big the poppy fields? Yes. The, I was thinking that too, as far as the, there's going to be something, some kind of announcement that uh, maybe that's what's going to happen is a war is going to be on the horizon about the, the fields or yeah. because we have Mercury, Mars, conjunct Neptune and it's square Mars. So that's a war war on drugs again somehow but it's foreign well and i don't know if that interests anyone because most people are like well how does that affect me <laughs> well it does but it's just it does it does it affects all of us and what we're going to be seeing and and just knowing that it's a transit and it'll pass just like every right. other transit well and and we better pay attention what's going on because we'll, and we'll have to do a show on what's called the Pluto return which is looming which will be America's first Pluto return in 2022 and yeah, it's we better be pay attention because that's all the karma and it's uh, you know transformation at its best I, i'm trying to be now, sugarcoat yeah Another uh, thing you, is uh, okay. I'm looking at yeah. the chart too. I was going to ask you: Do you 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 know how we the 22 degrees in Neptune without getting too technical, that goes uh-huh. away September 6th, and we head back in Neptune to the 21st degree. Now, will that have anything to do with COVID? Uh, let's see. That's in the third, so I don't think so. Um, okay. Yeah, I think we're I. I think if we do, yeah, there's going to be more fear for sure. I think that we're going to, we're going to get into this fear stage for the next three years. However, (laughs) we never left. I know it's going to stop with the, the, the pandemic talk and it's going to shift to something else probably in the spring next year. So we're not going to be talking about the pandemic anymore. And they say that it's going to go on and on for years. I don't think that's going to happen, but there's going to be another, another thing on the horizon. Probably it it has to do with some kind of war or or weapons or something that we're going to all be talking about. You know what my guess is because the Pluto return is in the second house. My guess is going to be, it's going to be on finances. That's my guess. Financial restructuring. and also second house, it's food, too. So yes. maybe some type of, now, let's face it, Neptune is at the top. The, the um, natal Neptune is in the ninth house, yes. and it's aspecting Pluto in the second. That can be a food scandal, too. We might hear something in the news about some kind of, it could be a poison. Like, as an example, um, there was news a while back of, dogs dying because of uh, the Chinese, right. I think it was the Chinese dog food. It was a huge, I don't know if it was a scandal, but it was something terrible coming into the food system. So maybe not for dogs, but right. there, there's going to be some kind of news about the food. And I think you're right about the financial system that it's going, it's going to switch. There's going to be a right. switch soon. And I also think that in September, we're going to see a downturn in the market. And, and that's when all the planets, the, what we call the outer planets, 
are, will start. They're all in retrograde yeah. now, which is they they're not backwards, yes. but they are, and they all start to move forward. And I think it's going to hit the financial, but we'll have to look more I think at so that. Too. We do have a really good trine with natal Uranus, though, as as uh, Venus is moving through the tenth house. So you're getting something like surprise money on the corporate side, and that might have to. That's in the sixth house. Uranus is in the sixth, which is Jeez. the natal. So that might be some some kind of surprise news. Stimulus. That's another stimulus. That's actually that's what? probably it. Or I think it could be something like that. Yeah, we would want to see if we were to look for a government check. We'd want to look at the sun, and um, the sun. It, it's it's not too far away from from not Uranus too far. as far as an aspect. I think that's now I'm going to watch it, <laughs> and and I'm I watch wonder, it every day. I wonder if. There, the stimulus check will come after all of this mess with the foreign news. It'll be a way to get people's mind off of it. So that yeah, that could exhausting. be a remedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, well we, I'm glad that we, we solved this. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'll make announcements. Let's see, what are our announcements? Next week, we will be doing the show on Mercury Retrograde. And then one of our... Um, COVID charts that we did on shut-in. And you have coffee and crime charts on Sunday. I do. Um, yep. Yes. And you, you join me. Yes. Forensic Astrologer and, uh, yep. on YouTube. Forensic Astrologer. And, have, and right. uh, also, can I just add, too, for the, the Mercury Retrograde chart, I am going to be telling some stories about what it's like to get married during Mercury Retrograde. Because I can tell you. <laughs> I probably and have. Also, <laughs> I've been married on that, every retrograde. I've been married on every transit. <laughs> I've been married to every sign. <laughs> and I'll also tie it to a crime chart that we did okay. uh, where Mercury retrograde had something to do with something that happened between a mother and daughter who were attending a wedding. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, tomorrow night, join Mary Barrett live on Thursday, Crossroads with Teresa and Jody. And on Sunday, the Orient Effect with Pat and Howie. And we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Val, have a great week. You too, Joni. Good night. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye now.